Good morning for Friday, June 25th, 2010. This is the New York Times Audio Digest, presented by Audible. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. Pakistan is pursuing Afghan foothold. Justices see error in ex-Enron chief's conviction, and recovery offers Democrats hope in midterm voting. In today's business headlines, analysts question a threat by Fannie Mae. On the new iPhone, a mystery of dropped calls, and Walmart wins approval after its wooing of Chicago. There will be more business stories, along with more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Pakistan is Pursuing Afghan Foothold, written from Islamabad. Pakistan's exploiting the troubled U.S. military effort in Afghanistan to drive home a political settlement with Afghanistan that will give Pakistan important influence there, but is likely to undermine U.S. interests, Pakistani and American officials said. The dismissal of General Stanley McChrystal will almost certainly embolden the Pakistanis in their plan as they detect increasing American uncertainty, Pakistani officials said. The Pakistani Army Chief, General Ashfaq Parvez Kayani, preferred McChrystal to his successor, General David Petraeus, whom he considers more of a politician than a military strategist, said people who had spoken recently with Kayani. Pakistan is presenting itself as the new viable partner for Afghanistan to President Hamid Karzai, who has soured on the Americans. Pakistani officials say they can deliver the network of Sirajuddin Haqqani, an ally of al-Qaeda who runs a major part of the insurgency in Afghanistan, into a power-sharing arrangement. In addition, Afghan officials say the Pakistanis are pushing various other proxies, with Kayani personally offering to broker a deal with the Taliban leadership. Washington has watched with some nervousness as Kayani and Pakistan's spy chief, Lieutenant General Ahmad Suja Pasha, shuttle between Islamabad and Kabul, telling Karzai that they agree with his assessment that the U.S. cannot win in Afghanistan and that a post-war Afghanistan should incorporate the Haqqani network, a longtime Pakistani asset. In a sign of the shift in momentum, the two Pakistani officials were scheduled to visit Kabul on Monday, according to Afghan TV. Despite McChrystal's 11 visits to Kayani in Islamabad in the past year, the Pakistanis have not been altogether forthcoming on details of the conversations, making the Pakistani moves even more worrisome for the U.S., said an American official involved in the administration's Afghanistan and Pakistan deliberations. They know this creates a bigger breach between us and Karzai, the U.S. official said. Though encouraged by Washington, the thaw heightens the risk that the U.S. will find itself cut out of what amounts to a separate peace between the Afghans and Pakistanis, and one that does not necessarily guarantee Washington's prime objective in the war, denying al-Qaeda a haven. It also provides another indication of how Pakistan, ostensibly an American ally, has worked many opposing sides in the war to safeguard its ultimate interest in having an Afghanistan that is pliable and free of the influence of its main strategic obsession, India. Petraeus told Congress last week that Haqqani fighters were responsible for recent major attacks in Kabul and the Bagram Air Base in Afghanistan. Still, some officials in the Obama administration have not ruled out incorporating the Haqqani network in an Afghan settlement, though they stress that President Obama's policy calls for al-Qaeda to be separated from the network. American officials are skeptical that that can be accomplished.